0: Hello and welcome to the Stuff You Should Know About Oil and Gas Production podcast. I'm your host, Curtis Winkle, and I'm here with Kyle Andrews, product and applications trainer with Kim Ray. How are you, Kyle? I'm doing fantastic, Curtis. Awesome. If you have found this podcast helpful, please help us out by subscribing in your favorite podcast player and rate and review us. That'll help others find the podcast. All right, Kyle, it's summertime. Uh, Maybe you did, maybe you didn't get to take a vacation this year with COVID and all that going on, but what uh, you got any any favorite road trips, maybe favorite road trips you've ever taken? One of the most
1: memorable, I don't know if it's favorite, but uh, this was about four years ago. Uh, My wife and I and our son, who was uh, about 18 months old at the time, drove to California. Uh, On the way out there, um, we didn't stop. To sleep, so we drove straight through with an from, 18-month-old. Yeah, okay. with an 18-month-old. Okay. Uh, we left about six o'clock on a Friday yeah. night, and we didn't get to our destination uh, in California until 11:30 Saturday night. Um, so it was about
0: 30 hours. Yeah. So I'm waiting to hear the other shoe drop. Was it, it was you said it was memorable, not your R- favorite?
1: Right. The, once we got out there, the vacation was. Okay. Uh, it was awesome. To the beach, sure. Um, yeah, to the beach. We have some family that lives out there. Yeah. So stayed with them. Um, it was a great time. Uh, the driving out there was terrible. Uh, I'll never drive again. Uh, probably about, you know, 15 hours into the drive, so about halfway through. Yeah. We were like, well, we can't really turn around now. Right. Um, so it was, it was miserable from the time we um, <laughs> got into Arizona to yeah. California. Yeah. It was my son had enough. Oh, yeah. I had had enough yeah. you know oh yeah we were all hungry and that doesn't ever make things better yeah <laughs> you know no sleep yeah so
0: no I I, I, uh, I used to be that guy just like well, I don't care we don't need to stop anywhere let's road trip but we'll go all night and right. uh, uh, as I've aged a little bit I'm I'm very pro the stop halfway hotel action yeah. Yeah. yeah if you've ever been stuck in a car with an angry kid yes doesn't want to be in a car seat yes exactly absolutely all right. Well, subject for today is a really important safety measure that we want to talk about. It's this practice of of double blocking and bleeding. Um, so, uh, Kyle, why don't you start us out? Um, why would someone be be working on a valve? First of all, what might they be doing? Yeah. So it could be that uh, they're repairing
1: a valve, um, changing a trim packing uh, there's you know a multitude of things that they could be doing to the valve mm-hmm. uh, that would require them to, to bleed the pressure off and, and make it a, a safe working
0: environment yeah so basically anytime you're going to go out and do something to a valve you need to practice the safety measure right yeah
1: anytime that you're going to be opening a not only a valve but anytime you're opening a, a pressure containing vessel mm-hmm. or anything that you know contains pressure. Uh, this is a, a great practice to to
0: put in place. Yeah, do people try and avoid it for some reason, or are they thinking like ah, I can take a shortcut here to just adjust the
1: right? So it, you can take shortcuts um, to speed it up, but that you know it's really dangerous to do that because mm-hmm. there's the potential that pressure could still be present. Uh, pressure could be coming from uh, another place uh, yeah. that you're not expecting.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that, this is a big uh, reason we do this, right? So um, let's just walk through kind of, uh, again, you you know you're going to have to check this valve. You think maybe uh, it needs you know, a repair kit or something uh, in it. Uh, what are the steps that they need to take before they actually uh, open it up?
1: Yeah, so you want to, uh, so the double block mm-hmm. uh, means you're blocking both ends um, upstream and downstream of the valve or the piece of equipment that okay. you're working on. Um, so you want to shut the upstream pressure. Uh, usually, it's a ball valve. Uh, you close on the upstream side, uh, and then downstream, you close a ball valve or, or something to shut downstream pressure. Uh, that way, you're you're blocked on both sides of your valve.
0: Now, how far away from the valve might those ball valves be?
1: Usually, it's it's right next to the ball valve. Okay. Um, you know, there'll be a, a nipple or some kind of flange made it up to the valve, but it's usually within an arms length. Okay, on both sides? On both sides of the valve. Okay. yeah. Um, producers do that just to make it easy to get to. Um, so it's real simple to close both of those off. Now, the pressure that's trapped in between those two ball valves or shutoff points, um, you have to bleed that pressure. So you've double blocked it. Okay. Now you need to bleed the pressure off.
0: Okay, how do you do that?
1: Um, so if there could be um, ports installed, needle valves um, on a lot of our control valves. There's two ports in the body, one on the upstream side, one on the downstream side. A lot of producers will have uh, needle valves uh, with a piece of tubing coming out. They can put a bucket under it to, to catch whatever comes out of the valve. But uh, just a, a place to bleed off the pressure that's trapped in in that body.
0: Okay. All right. Um, is So when we talk about um, working on these valves and, and that you need to double block and bleed around, is it uh, – specifically certain types or I'm thinking like a dump valve. I don't know if you're, you're going to do it there. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: any, any valve, um, anything that has pressure on it. So it could be, it could be a mechanical dump valve. It could be a high pressure control valve. Um, if you're ever going to work on something such as, um, a liquid level controller or maybe a trunnion assembly that's inside the vessel, um, you have to take these practices, and utilize them on the entire vessel so example like a separator if you're going to be taking out a, a gen 2 liquid level controller you can't just unthread it and take it out right because that whole vessel has pressure on it yeah so you have to block the upstream of the vessel and basically bleed the pressure off of it which depending on the size of the vessel could take quite a bit yeah. of
0: time um, now, wanna, now, would they have a needle valve on the vessel itself, or does that come through the valve too?
1: Um, so usually if you're, if you're uh, draining and, and depressurizing an entire vessel, you uh-huh. can do that through the back pressure valve. Okay. Basically, you um, lessen the set point of that, of that vessel. So uh-huh. the back pressure valve, you, know, you would unscrew the adjusting screw to effectively put the set point at zero, so that way it's evacuating. Okay, all so all just of the
0: pressure. Unthread that top screw yep. to, to And the then once to it zero. gets down
1: to a certain point, um, you would then, usually, there's a, a ball valve or some, some kind of valve to release the remaining pressure uh, on that vessel. Now, if you're taking out uh, anything that goes into the vessel, like a liquid level controller or trunnion assembly, you also have to drain the liquid level to below that connection point. Because even though there may not be any pressure uh-huh. on that vessel, if you unthread a liquid level controller and the level, the fluid level inside the vessel is right there, you're going to have a spill. Yeah. Have so you wanna, ever seen that happen? Um, no. Okay. I haven't. That sounds I mean, There will be some liquid that, right. that may come out, but uh, it's never been like, poured out on the
0: ground. So you're watching the, the sight glass to see, make sure it's lower yep. than. Yep. And yeah. so
1: before you depressurize the vessel, you want to make sure that you drain the liquid to an appropriate level. Because if you have no pressure on that vessel, you can't get rid of the liquid because mm. it's not able to push that liquid out. Right. So you want to get the liquid level down to an appropriate level, and then depressurize the vessel.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So um, we talked about this a little bit, but what could happen if they don't practice this this double block
1: and bleed? Right. So if you don't double block it, um, you know maybe somebody's trying to cut a corner and save some time,
0: so they just shut off the upstream pressure, thinking that. Well, Nothing's going. Yeah. Right,
1: yeah. I'm getting no pressure from upstream, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm good to work on this valve. Well, there could be pressure downstream of that valve, um, even if it's going, let's say, for example, it's a, uh, a dump valve that you're working on. Uh, so you shut off upstream of it, and you know downstream that there's just storage tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, you think, oh, they're just atmospheric storage tanks. Mm-hmm. Well, there could be some pressure. There could be liquid um, you know, in in that part of the uh, the valve body, because um, of because of how far it could be to the tanks, there mm-hmm. could be some liquid head pressure. If you were to take that valve apart, it could push that liquid back out of the valve onto you. And okay, on just like a water ground. tower, right? Like yeah, absolutely pushing back. Okay. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you block both sides of it, because um, you know you could could have a spill. Um, A lot of the times, even with double block and bleed, uh, if you've blocked both sides of the valve and you've bled the pressure off and you start taking apart the valve, um, if you ever hear a hiss or if there's signs that there's still pressure, um, the ball valves could be bad, the seals on the ball valve, Uh, so you could potentially be leaking pressure. So in that scenario, you want to, you know, put everything back together and then, uh, you know then check the ball valves and you may have to replace a ball valve okay. at that point
0: yeah 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 so anytime you hear a hiss tighten everything back down yeah stop a, stop what you're doing don't
1: uh, don't continue to to take apart the valve because
0: mm-hmm. that means there's
1: there's still pressure there's still something going on in there that that needs attention yeah um with some of our valves specifically the high pressure control valve there's safety features built into the stuffing box um, so if you're doing a trim swap or changing the packing on a high pressure control valve, as you're unthreading the stuffing box, which has got the packing, the trim, and everything attached to it, um, as you're backing that out, there's a, a weep hole that's um, drilled into the body of the valve that before you completely unthread the stuffing box, any pressure that's trapped in the body uh, would start weeping out that, that little hole. Mm. Um, and that's just to alert you that, hey, this, there's still pressure. Yeah. Um, the pressure will eventually bleed out, and okay. it should stop hissing. If it doesn't, then that means you've got a leak somewhere you know, in a ball valve or, or somewhere upstream or downstream of
0: the Yeah, valve. so that's specifically what that feature's for, right? So you do it to that point, and then if they hear it coming out the weep hole, maybe give it a second to see if that was just what was in the right yeah
1: give it a second see if it it slows down or or stops completely uh you don't want to do anything else to the valve until it does stop completely if it doesn't ever stop then that means uh you've got a leak somewhere and you need to take care of before you work on the valve
0: yeah okay well any uh any stories or near misses anything like that that you've come across when when corners are cut and those kind of things around this issue
1: uh, I don't have any personal experiences with that. Um, you know, I, I, I hear, um, you know, kind of horror stories of, of people, you know, working on a valve and uh, a, a near miss that I heard of was um, somebody's work on a high pressure control valve. Um, the specific trim size that they were using, it, it, uh, it was an eighth inch trim, which is the ball on the stem is smaller than the shaft of the stem itself. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's able to... Uh, with the top works off the valve it's able to come out of the stuffing box Uh, there's nothing keeping it in so if there is pressure trapped on the body it has the potential to push that stem out of the stuffing box um so this individual was taking off the top works he was going to work on the valve and the stem shot out of the stuffing box hopefully his Um, eye wasn't over it no his his face wasn't over the valve at the time uh but if it would have been, he would have yeah. uh, definitely been injured. Good um, so in that scenario, I don't, I don't know what he did up to that point. Um, but definitely he wasn't aware that there was pressure mm-hmm. on the body. Mm-hmm. So he probably did not double block and, and bleed the pressure off of the body.
0: Yeah. Well, really important issue. And, and, you know, the more you're out and around these things, the more comfortable you get. And sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of you know neglect some of these fundamentals yeah uh, absolutely but
1: and, and two if you know if you're out in the field and and there's pressure to get work done or you you know yeah. you, you you're trying to go fast to get you know to the next thing yeah um definitely keep in mind that you know it only takes one mistake um you know to change your life or somebody else's life and yeah. um, so yeah. definitely take the time to make sure you're doing it right if you ever feel uncomfortable with the situation uh, whether it's something you're doing or something that somebody else is doing, definitely speak up and, and you know, safety is always number one
0: priority. Yep, yep. We want everybody to go home safe. Um, so uh, high pressures, um, even lower pressures can cause some damage if you're not paying attention. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle, well, thanks for for, uh, covering this. Really important subject, so make sure you're double blocking and bleeding whenever you're working on a valve, doing any kind of maintenance at all. And uh, you can find uh, links to some of the resources we mentioned in this episode in the show notes, and we'll catch you next time on Stuff You Should Know About Oil and Gas Production.